0: Hi friends, well from beautiful but ever cooler Salt Lake City, Utah,
1: it's Thank God I'm Atheist, the
0: podcast. I'm Dan Beecher.
1: And filling in for Frank, I'm Kate Birch.
0: Hey, Kate. Hi. Hello.
1: Poor Frank is so sick this week.
0: He's very sick. And guess what? It's not COVID. I didn't give him COVID. (laughs) It's not my fault. No one can blame me.
1: It's in the air right now. It's like the holiday spirit (laughs) or something. The the holiday (laughs) spirit
0: is is disease and illness. It
1: is. It attacked my family this week. It attacked, or last week. Yeah. You. Everybody I know is sick.
0: Yeah, it turns out, though, no one that I was in contact with, I didn't give this shit to anybody.
1: I don't know how you got it.
0: I don't it's know. It's so
1: bizarre. I,
0: I didn't go anywhere that other people didn't come with me. I know. So, like, wherever I got it from, someone must have been there with me. Yeah. But they didn't get it then. It could and have been. And then I didn't transmit it yeah. to anybody. There were plenty of people in my immediate vicinity, like, who would, who would have been exposed. Yeah. Apparently just my body wanted it.
1: I think that all of us just had better immune systems than you. Your Maybe. immune system just like, it got rid of all of its its antibodies. It was Maybe. like, what do we need these for?
0: I used to, I, here's what what's funny is that uh, there was a time in my life where if you had said that to me, I would have been offended. Yeah. <laughs> like somehow having a better immune system made me a better man or well, a stronger think, yeah. human or whatever. Yeah. I'm past that now. I
1: think it's just your body's not a pack rat. It was like, do we really need these, these antibodies? These
0: antibodies? I'm
1: done with these. Like, It just isn't a hoarder.
0: Yeah. I did hear uh, Fauci actually talking about how it looks like mm-hmm. antibodies from the vaccine, antibodies in general for uh-huh. this particular virus go down, and so boosters are...
1: Oh, I am we I think in Utah can sign up for our boosters tomorrow. I'm pretty sure and I am going to sign up tomorrow morning because no. I do not want to have what you had. I no. want to just I mean even though I have heard you can sometimes, you know, feel shitty for a few days with the booster. I'm yeah. okay with that.
0: Get boosted everybody. All right, boosted. let's let's do some let's do some some stories. Some
1: stories. I'm going to start us off with the first story if that's all right with you. Yeah. So, um Well, I first want to start by asking this question. It it has to do with this story, but do you think, and maybe you guys have covered this before, but like are religious people on the whole more dishonest than non-religious people? Or is it just that like I read these articles and I think like, God, the like (laughs) how is it that you can like, be this like a head of a church and be so morally corrupt in every way. I, it's astounding to me. I don't know. Anyway, so this is the story that I'm going to talk to you about right now takes place in, in New Orleans Okay. and um, the archdiocese there. That So after Hurricane Katrina hit in t- 2005, um, you know, FEMA comes in and they, people can apply to have coverage, you know, for, repairing and rebuilding like da- the-
0: damage from the damage storm.
1: Mm-hmm, exactly because you know the whole city was just ruined yeah but so um yeah, you can't
0: even go there anymore it's not worth it
1: <laughs> yeah we t- stay away uh when, when are we gonna go <laughs> okay anyway um so the archdiocese of, of new orleans filed for help like you know many other places did and, and it's legal because um i guess the money wouldn't be used to like proselytize; it's used to rebuild.
0: Yeah, I, I remember there being controversy yeah. over giving it to churches, which I, you know, it's just one of those things where kind of every organization got hit. And yeah, it was just and like that's fair. I mean, just I rebuilding. I it's, think
1: you know we want to. You don't want things being derelict. You want things to be rebuilt. Yeah, but the caveat would be don't lie about it and cheat the government out of money, <laughs> which is exactly what they did. <laughs> So, so apparently, um, they were approved for like 184 million dollars worth of stuff, but which which a lot of that was like real damage that 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 needed to be. That's not that's
0: not a small sum.
1: No, well, I mean, it's covering you know hundreds of churches within this this diocese, which Uh which I had to have you look up for me because I wasn't sure how big. I wasn't sure even what an archdiocese was, right. but apparently it. Let's see, we looked it up because I had you look that up for me, but it was like, oh, 107 different parishes are within that, so the it kind of yeah. give you a bigger. Uh, scope and that
0: doesn't minutes. even include schools and other things that that are also run right. by the archdiocese. Right.
1: So yeah, but with so of that 184 million dollars, they have um, the Department of Justice has. Uh, I don't know if they were sued or if they just came to this agreement because they realized that they'd lied, but they have to pay back a million dollars of it. Um there was like false there was like some air conditioner that they said was ruined that didn't even exist. They just kind of, you know, they falsified.
0: So they literally So it wasn't just like they overestimated. They oh, were no, no. they were literally coming up with specific things. No,
1: no, they lied. Like it was it was it wasn't like, yeah, they weren't like, well, that coffee table was really worth $150 when it was only worth $100. No, they would make up things.
0: Things that didn't actually exist. And they're like, we need to repair it. Wow. That's a, that's a lot.
1: It's a lot. And and uh, so apparently there was a man who, uh, who worked for a architecture firm that was preparing, like helping them file for the stuff who saw that they were lying and he blew the whistle on them, and
0: There you go. Yep. So fucking liars, you know, crazy. Yeah. And they're giving back. uh,
1: At least they're getting, giving back a million dollars. A
0: million dollars sounds like a lot of money until you hear that it's a hundred and what? 180 million that they got total.
1: 184.
0: (laughs) Jesus. Yeah. But
1: I mean, when I go visit, I would like to see things not derelict. Uh
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And yeah. Okay. Okay. Liars. Well, I'm going to take us to uh, another mildly Catholic region, okay. <laughs> th- that you might have heard of called Italy. Oh, the I land, have, I have heard of it.: The land of Italy, the, the country that contains within it
1: another country.: The tiny country
0: <laughs> of the Vatican, where uh, Catholicism lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here's the thing: <clears throat> being Catholic is it's not just de facto in italy Uh uh-huh everybody's you're you are catholic you are catholic until and you're proven guilty that's right you're presumed catholic (laughs) until proven guilty um and so it is a big it's like it's just what you are
1: is it like cultural is it just like oh yeah yeah so it's just like part of the culture right spaghetti and catholicism
0: yeah but mostly sp- Catholicism. Okay. <laughs> like more Catholicism than spaghetti is my guess. Wow. Not pasta in general, but okay, spaghetti. Okay, spaghetti. All right. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> here's the thing. Quite a few people are not just... Here's the thing. Most people, if you stop being Catholic, uh-huh. you just shut up. Right. You just don't say anything. I
1: thought most Catholics were that.
0: Pro, A lot of them are. Okay. <laughs> but it is becoming a thing in in Italy... Yeah. Elsewhere too, but in Italy, to literally get what they call de baptized.
1: Oh wow! <laughs> um, well, how does that is, work? Which is
0: just leaving the church, but officially leaving the church. So oh. th- we're, what we're talking about is people literally going in. I know it sounds. I want.
1: I'm like imagining some like video played backwards where they're right. like being pulled out of the water. I don't know.
0: Vacuum. Yeah. <laughs> moisture off of your <laughs> exactly. head. Exactly. <laughs> something like that. No. Uh, this is what we're talking about is people literally writing in to their parish uh-huh. where they were baptized and saying I am leaving this church. So
1: it's like when people from the Mormon church want to write their their whatever letter resignation. resignation letter. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. They are resigning from the Catholic Church. Well, it is a big deal there. Not unlike being, you yeah. know, resigning from Mormonism here or, you know, leaving uh, you know, your I mean it may be different. But when there is it's different in like the south where everybody's Christian but right. but like Everybody's a member of a different Christian church.
1: Right, here, it's not one thing. It's not
0: monolithic mm-hmm. the way Catholicism there is or Mormonism here is. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it is where it's where it's like everybody's a part of exactly the same system. It mm-hmm. is a top-down system. It is controlled by a central organization. And so and it's the same organization. Right. So it's happening enough that's the, there's a there's a, a group called the Union of Rationalist Atheists and Agnostics. Uh-huh. Um, in Italian, it's abbreviated U-A-A-R.
1: I want to hear you say it in Italian.
0: They don't have it listed, oh. the name of it in Italian.
1: Well, oh, Somebody, uh, if Frank was here...
0: If Frank was here, he could probably come up with the words, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't you, speak Italian.
1: I. But you can't... It sounds pretty when the words come <laughs> out.
0: <laughs> uh, anyway, the... Um, the dio- so so, there are some dioceses that do like the no. They're under no obligation to report to anybody. Uh huh. Um, but some dioceses are keeping track. The diocese of uh, Brescia in, which is east of Milan. Uh huh. Um, they came out with a a, a newspaper, a diocesan newspaper, uh, in August that said that um, they were comparing. 2021 to 2020. In uh-huh. 2020, 27 people from that diocese uh, resigned, debaptized. Uh-huh. 75 in 2021.
1: Wow. Well, 2020 was a year of reckoning.
0: Yeah, uh, Yeah. And maybe. It kind
1: of pro- I mean, I'm sure people were like, why the fuck am I still part of this church? Yeah. And they made it a goal. In but 2021. again, you know,
0: it, leaving, like, not believing the religion mm-hmm. anymore is one thing. But officially leaving is a different thing and it means something different. And I think, and I encourage people to do it. Yeah. Not, I don't think everybody has to do it. I don't think, I think there are consequences to it that some people aren't willing to to deal with or shouldn't deal with. And uh-huh. that's totally fine. But a lot of people need, a lot of people, it would be very good for them. Yeah. Uh, psychologically, as well as just sort of, as, as well as like not being counted. Yeah. I didn't need to do it psychologically, but uh, resigning from the Mormon church, it was it did feel a little cathartic. Yeah. And also like I wanted them not to be able to count me. My kids
1: important. and I always joke because we're still on the we still haven't sent in our let, our resignation letters and we just always joke that if there's an apocalypse we want them to feed us. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I'll just probably
1: st- not a good enough reason to stay I'll on that rolls.
0: Storm the welfare square. <laughs> uh, anyway, so that's happening. They they estimate the uh, the U A A R estimates that uh, more than a hundred thousand people have wow, done it in Italy. That's,
1: that's impressive.
0: Uh, so yeah, go go Italians. Woo, woo. Get I out.
1: How do we how do we cheer an Italian? Forza! Forza! The,
0: means, I don't know if I did that Strength, for a But no, that was good. Okay. For, for, <laughs> I'm just trying to think who Forza who. Forza
1: Italiana. I, I, I don't know. I, uh,
0: uh, ateo. 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 A, a, that means atheistic. You I think. guys,
1: I'm sorry. I probably just butchered so many people's language there.
0: No, no, you did great. I tried. I butchered, and then you followed suit. It's good. Okay, <laughs> what, what do you got? Okay.
1: <laughs> This story is horrifying to me, but like, oh, it's like a car crash that I'm watching. It's just terrible. And it has to do with the the, the abortion issue in Texas, which, you know, we've had, we've talked about on the show before. Yeah.
0: Currently illegal. Yes. As as it stands. Yeah. Basically, uh, uh, for all intents and purposes, it is currently illegal to get an abortion. And they
1: haven't gotten a a stay on anything. Well, they got a stay
0: and then the stay was was taken away.
1: So anyway. Um, but so this is this is like the consequences of that yeah. are that there are, you know, now there are going to be thousands of women who are going to, unless they can find a way to travel outside of the state, which a lot of people don't have the means to do, um, are, or the support or anything, are going to be forced to have babies that they did not want to have. Right. So um, this, this story is about... Uh, this woman in Texas who has this epiphany about like she's driving along and she has this amazing epiphany about how that she can change the world of these these women these pregnant women by starting this haven um, which is a maternity ranch.
0: <laughs> <And> okay, the... <laughs> wait, wait. Before you go anywhere with this, okay. I smell reality TV! Oh my god! Yes,
1: seriously. It that could be a, an amazing uh, maternity, <laughs> maternity ranch. ranch. Oh my god! Oh uh, yeah. So the woman who came up with this idea, her name is Aubrey Schlackman, and she, so it's her brainchild. This idea for a maternity ranch, and she just thought like that she was going to basically uh, save all these women from this. You know, they, they were going to have the horrible fate of having an abortion. Mm. And now they can, like, both come to God mm-hmm. and raise their children under her watchful care.
0: Wait, they have to raise the kids there, too?
1: Well, they get... So basically, her idea was that they, they would have this ranch, which basically, like, single women could come stay in a cottage. And if they if they were married, they could there could be, like a place like a house for people for couples to come stay at. And they'd get to stay there for the whole first year of the baby's life. And there would be a a barn where they would come have communal meals and everybody would go to Bible study together. And wouldn't this just be this idyllic situation for these women?
0: You know what here? I'm going to say something that might sound controversial, which is I'm fine with this existing like that. Like, On paper, Mm -hmm. this could be a nice thing for a few people.
1: Yeah, I'm betting like 25 people might want to do this.
0: But also on paper is is this story from 1822
1: <laughs> Well here's the thing. Okay, these women have already made a decision, a very important decision that it is not right for them to have a baby. So, yes, we already know that there's not enough support for women regardless. We know that the right. he- that there isn't healthcare for them. We know that I mean like there's these like there isn't comprehensive sex education. There isn't good contraception. There isn't like there's so much that we don't support women in like before the whole pregnancy, right. you know. Right. So it's like, yes, giving them a nice place and taking care of them for a year sounds really lovely. I'm sure that that the whole Bible study thing wouldn't be held entirely over their heads and forced down their throats oh. to be compliant to be able to have to stay oh, no, there. No, they would
0: definitely do. De- no, no yeah. I know. So I was just thinking, like. We women don't need to be sent away anymore. No, because right, they're pregnant. Totally. Like, like there was the era when you were—if a woman got pregnant before her marriage, she was sent away, and you know, for for a year, and they they yes. would say that she was going off to whatever school, and then you know, the and baby would come be back and given to her aunt Sue, right? And then she would come back and pretend like it never happened.
1: But the thought that these women don't already have full on lives that they could like leave to go live on a ranch. These people have jobs and they have careers and they have families and they have children that are in school and they have what this complex life that can't just be uprooted, plopped down in your ranch. You
0: know, and again, there may be some women for whom that would be useful. Guess what? There may be some I'm, I support the idea of a ranch that you can just pick up and go to that sounds and get nice. some help. Like, if, you're, if your life goes to shit for any reason, <laughs> somebody should have a ranch where you can just go and, like, maybe work the ranch and, like, like get away, like, you don't, okay, life in the city didn't work for you.
1: <laughs> Here's a ranch. Here's a ranch. <laughs> like, I'm fine
0: with that. I think that's great. Uh, I don't like the idea of the, you know, the Christian... Blah, blah, blah. Do you like
1: the idea of being raped and then going and staying at a ranch where you're then forced to have the rapist's baby? and then live with it for a no, year? No,
0: no. Obviously, I, I'm 100% supportive <laughs> of the idea of uh, abortion. The first thing is women need to have access to abortion. But th- I, there are plenty of women who, are, you know, they want to have the baby, that, but they don't feel like they have the support to have the baby. Right,
1: but, but that's never... The, I don't think that's ever really the issue with abortion. If somebody no. really wants to keep the baby, then yes, we should be supporting those people in that decision. That's not the point. The point right. is... This this woman's body is not a host for right. a year, you know, you can't just use her to to
0: and, you know, and,
1: regardless of what ranch you put her on. Right.
0: And the funny thing about the ranch is that th- these women aren't going to the quote unquote ranch to help with the livestock. They
1: are the livestock. They are the cows. Oh, I know. And believe me, that is not overlooked in my mind. I just think it's it's crazy. And the so this whole framework of, of Christians thinking that they're being, you know, so generous to give these women a place to yeah. stay with their babies when they are literally the ones that came up with the idea to strip women of their freedom to begin with. But then they're just being so generous. Yeah. And this woman
0: thinks that she's solving this problem. Yeah. No, you're, 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 you're creating a thing that might even be okay. You know what I mean? If there is a a Christian woman Uh who needs support to get her child, you know, a year of support or, you know, a year and and 40 weeks of support, to get her to yeah. launch her her life with there, her I guarantee
1: you there are already women out there that need that. Great, I guarantee you.
0: Great, support them. Support them. I'm 100 on board there with that. There are mothers. You have solved <laughs> nothing. Yeah, you've solved one little thing, and that segment of society. Great. Okay, go go with God. But uh, <laughs> there's you. You have not solved the abortion issue. No. Nor have you come close. No. All right. Anyway. fine. fine.
1: Yeah. Fine. Nah.
0: Maybe. Texas. <laughs> Texas is a shithole country.
1: Uh,
0: uh, it should be its own country. It should, it- Can we let them secede already? All right, fine. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... So local hero, I, I use that term very, very lightly. <laughs> Dallin H. Oaks, who is... Uh, who is if he survives <laughs> longer than the current president of the Mormon church, the uh-huh. current prophet... Seer and revelator Oh is he
1: not the prophet right now? No. Which one is Russell he? Nelson's Russell Nelson's the prophet. Russell Nelson.
0: Rusty Rusty Nelson's the prophet right, right now. If Dallin Oaks outlives
1: Rusty, then he will be. He'll
0: be the next prophet. Okay. Big deal in the in the Mormon I've church. I've
1: definitely heard his name on like terrible speeches before. <laughs> he,
0: he has given his fair share of genuinely terrible speeches. Um he's 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 been a big deal in Utah for a long time. I it's, feel
1: like is he really homophobic? Is he like one of the super homophobic ones? Just, I mean maybe they all are.
0: Crazy homophobic. Yeah.
1: I feel like, like he's the one that stands out to
0: me. So super super hateful. Uh at one point in a speech in 2019, so mm-hmm. we're not talking a long time ago, yeah. uh he said Lesbian, gay, and transgender lifestyles and values, uh, blah, blah, blah. He, he's saying that they're an example of a culture of evil and personal wickedness in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh now, here's the thing. He he's he's his career before being an important guy in the church, in a pretend <laughs> in a cult. uh uh-huh. Um His career led him to a lot of different places. One of those places was that he was president of Brigham Young University. Oh, okay. For a while. For, uh, from like, uh, 71 to 80 to, uh, oh, I guess it was just to 80. Well, it's a chunk Uh, of time. It's almost a decade. Almost a decade. Um, And in that time, he he was very outspoken against Mm -hmm. the LGBTQ community. Yeah. Um, that was a good time to be against LGBTQ. It wasn't anywhere near as... I
1: mean, it was in the zeitgeist it was, then, it, wasn't it? It? It,
0: it, was, uh, it was totally okay then. Uh, it was... It, it was never okay, but it was socially it, accepted. It
1: was like... That was like where all your jokes came from, you oh, know? Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah wa- not don't, a good time to be alive. Don't watch
0: movies from that era. Nope. Um, anywho, uh, in that time, BYU... Of course, being a religious school, engaged in a lot of very questionable stuff, especially with the LGBTQ, mm-hmm. like
1: discrimination and stuff, or what?
0: Uh, like also ways to help their oh. their you know their students who might be experiencing <sighs> same sex attraction. Yeah, um, I'm sure they didn't even have that language for it then. Mm-hmm. Um, this did n- this in was up to and fully including electroshock aversion therapy. Through the school? Yeah.
1: Oh goodness. Yeah, they were doing oh.
0: experiments with all of this stuff. They 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 had started a whole conversion therapy <gasps> uh program down there oh. and they put a whole they put a bunch of young men oh. they tortured them. Yeah. This is literally oh. clockwork orange stuff. Yeah. This is literally they would force these men to look at pictures of naked men, and
1: then shock them or something. And then,
0: if they got aroused, they would get electric shocks.
1: Oh, uh, In
0: increasing, yeah, uh, high intensity intensity. So, uh, so yeah, th- it turns out that's just torture of a human. That's yeah. that's it's not an effective therapy, but it is, and if it is, uh, literally torture, and it broke men. Yeah, it and I'm sure they
1: have people. PTSD and yeah. have oh. Li-
0: yeah, real, real gross. Yeah. So, uh, Dallin Oaks this week gave a talk at a, the University of Virginia mm-hmm. Law School. Uh, hosted a uh, some sort of some sort of um, like panel mm-hmm. discussion about "quote unquote" religious liberty. Uh-huh. Which, by the way, uh, as we've said many times, religious liberty in the United States is just code for how much can I discriminate against gay people? Oh, totally. That's what those words yeah. mean now. Yeah. In the context of current of yet this time yes. in the United States, yeah. that's the liberty that they're looking for. Mm-hmm. That and how much can now? How much can I endanger everybody else by not taking yeah. uh, medicine that is, or by not taking vaccines. and
1: limit women's rights and women's rights? Yes,
0: yeah. So it's so it's like yeah. those those we
1: got like a trifecta. That's what it yeah. means.
0: Uh, so he gave this long speech and blah blah blah. Anyway, at the end, someone asked him uh, about uh. The, the conversion the, therapy, the electroshock therapy, uh-huh. and he lied through his teeth. No, fucking, just flat out denied it. He said, "Really, he didn't deny that it ever happened." Uh huh. But he said it never happened while he was there. Well, nope. Oh, that is absolutely not the case. He was there at the height of it. It was happening right under his. And right I'm under sure him. he
1: was probably directing it too.
0: A thousand percent. There's absolutely no way. Yeah. Now, he didn't respond for comment Uh uh, either from me or actual real sources Uh uh, who actually reached out to him Uh for comment. Um, But yeah, when asked point blank at this event, Uh he just said, no, it didn't happen. He said, quote, when I became president of BYU, that had been discontinued earlier. You fucking liar.
1: What the hell? And... (laughs) He doesn't have any consequence for that lie.
0: No, no. Yeah, and here's the thing: and Frank and I have talked about this plenty. The Mormon Church mm-hmm. changes their policies all the time. Yeah. Never apologize mm-hmm. if they change a policy that was a hateful, hurtful, yeah, demonically evil ap- uh, a policy. Uh huh. And they change it for the right reason, which is that they realize that they're hurting people. Yeah. They never go back and say we were wrong. But we can, apologize. But
1: but I'm just talking even about the lie itself. Like, can a news outlet report like leader of the one of the leaders of the Mormon Church is a liar? And then they show the records of it or something. They did. They d- oh they did they report that he lied.
0: The Salt Lake Tribune. Yeah, they reported. Oh good. They reported. Uh, I mean, you know, they they didn't say he's a liar. They just quoted experts who were like, yes, no, it was very yes, much- it was happening. At that time.
1: I wish they had like something in writing of his showing that he knew.
0: Yeah. Anyway, he knew.
1: Oh, gross, gross, gross. See, this is what I'm saying. Morally corrupt. Every, oh, the people in religion. (laughs) I swear they're more, so much more morally corrupt in in ways they know. He knows that he shouldn't lie.
0: I don't know that they're more corrupt, (sighs) but their corruption is far more galling considering the hypocrisy it's considering th- yes, that they're, that they're yes. the fact that they preach honesty that they that they talk yes. nonstop,
1: yeah it's about, the hypocrisy
0: it's the hypocrisy it's
1: but. just disgusting so
0: they're you know they, they i don't know if they lie more than other people but it's worse when they do
1: but now i just had an idea for a fun movie and that is no this is horrible but i was just thinking a movie where somebody kidnaps a what's church his name leader? what was that guy's Dallin name dylan oates and then they do like conversion therapy on him, but for religion. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? That could be a fun movie. Mm.
0: All right. It's somebody, dark. Sorry. Some, somebody some, do that. Somebody make that movie, apparently.
1: <laughs> we'll watch it. It's
0: the it's, it's it's the new, it's, the new, squid game. it's yes! the new squid game. all right, everybody. Well, we're this is gonna be a short episode. We were I had planned a short episode with Frank because he was not feeling well and then he was feeling so not well that he couldn't actually do the show. So we're gonna do a short episode. Forgive us. We're not gonna do email. Um, we're not gonna do we're not gonna thank our donors yet. So if you're if you've been waiting, because we didn't do it last week, please forgive. We'll get to you next week. I promise you, unless somebody else gets sick, I but don't, you're
1: still loved, but you appreciated. But we
0: appreciate you so much. Uh, and thanks for all the well-wishes people wrote in and, and were very, very sweet. That's so very thanks sweet. to all of you who wrote in. Um and, and sent me well wishes.
1: Now send them to Frank. Send them to Frank.
0: <laughs> Do send you his nude your nude pictures because <laughs> he he will be horrified. Nobody sent me any nudes. Oh which, how rude! No, no, no. That's, <laughs> that's totally good? fine. Oh, but okay. <laughs> but I think I think Frank needs to be horrified. So send him your nude pictures. Podcast at thankgodimatheist.com is the number to write in. And then uh, please also feel free to leave us a voicemail. By next week, we'll actually listen to it. Uh, <laughs> so that's four two four six 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 eight four four two, And we'll be back to have our segment at the end. Yeah. Well, Kate. Yes. So uh, here's what I wanted to talk about. There was a really interesting article in Religious and Religion News, the, uh, religion, the Religion News Service uh, this week about, it was about architects and designing churches.
1: That's interesting. My daughter is becoming an architect.
0: She is indeed. Yes. She is, she is currently in architecture school getting a master's degree.
1: Yes. And actually I have another daughter who's also in architecture school. So oh I'm my- going to have two of them. Oh, I'm gonna have them build all sorts of churches.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, there's money in it. That's I, that's for damn sure. And my
1: son's building furniture for churches. That's oh my true. god, we're gonna support all
0: the churches. <laughs> just, just <laughs> get them out! Get them out! <laughs> Here's the thing about uh, about architecture for worship places. Okay. Uh, it can be wonderful.
1: Oh, it some of my favorite architecture on the planet.
0: I have been to, so like, you know the yeah. There's the Cathedral of Notre Dame, mm-hmm. which you can't go into now. I don't think. No, yet.
1: but we got to.
0: We got to. Uh, you know, it's it.
1: It's been a while since I've been there, but
0: yeah, I I I don't remember a lot. You we haven't been there together. No, not yet. together. But I mean, gorgeous. Yes. Just those those sweeping high gothic ceilings and those it's just,
1: windows it's just magnificent
0: it's stunning and you know i've also been to the lotus temple in delhi that's a that that is actually nice on the outside and dumb on the inside oh. um and i've been to you know there there there's lots of different ways to do worship centers mm-hmm. um for my money the best places, you know, I, Frank and I went to a place in uh, Arkansas uh-huh. that's a little chapel in the woods, mm-hmm. but has this really gorgeous crisscross timber structure with glass all in it. Oh, it's, it's mostly glass and it is stunning. And I think that get, if you're building a place of, of of worship, the best thing you can do mm-hmm. is inspire awe. Yes. Uh A thing which the Mormons never learn.
1: No, this is true. In fact, I remember once having a conversation with you about this. And we were talking about architecture with, with... uh, high vaulted ceilings and i remember saying i think there's a physiological thing that happens to you when you go into a building like like a notre dame where it's it's a, a very vast high ceilings mm. and you tip your head back and you open your chest up and i think that it like f- there's a physiological awe that happens to you when you have that that shape of your body yeah.
0: you know yeah I think so. Yeah. I think there's something amazing about it, and there have been a very few number mm-hmm. uh, of non-religious spaces mm-hmm. that have done that for me.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, sometimes maybe a museum will do that for me. I can think of like there's a place in the, you know, in the Met on the Egyptian wing where it has those those that big wall of glass windows that kind of, Mm. it gives me that same sort of feeling.
0: I went to a museum in Berlin, the Jewish museum in Mm -hmm. Berlin that was uh, we're just bragging about places at this point. That's fine. I'm totally okay with that being (laughs) what the show's about right now. Um, but the Jewish Museum in Berlin has these uh, what they call voids uh-huh. that are that were, you know, it was designed by a, an architect named Daniel Liebeskind. And he uh, and these voids are one of them. They're just designed as spaces for contemplation. Mm-hmm. They don't serve any any function beyond that. There's no there's no museum pieces in these spaces. Yeah. Uh, one of them, I remember you'd walk into it. A huge door. Just uh-huh. an enormous door. In, in a nondescript hallway, it ends in this enormous door. Uh-huh. And you open this door and you walk in and you can't see anything. Wow. Uh, and the door closes behind you. And you're trying to figure out, are there other people in here with me? You can hear some shuffling. So yes, there are.
1: Do you have a sense of the scale of the space? Not
0: yet. Uh-huh. There's a window way, way up at the very top. And uh-huh. you can see that it's very tall. Mm-hmm. It's a very high room and then your as your eyes acclimatize to the darkness mm-hmm. you start to see that you're in a giant concrete triangular room mm. that is super tall the, the the room itself the dimensions of the room like widthwise and mm. lengthwise not not huge uh-huh. but it's very h- tall yeah and you feel very small
1: yeah, and that triangular shape would also accentuate that It's fe- it,
0: and it and it feels a little disorienting. Mm-hmm. We're ru- we're used to rooms that are rectangular, right. and so and and so it, it just puts you in a different space. It feels at, at at the same time, mm-hmm. it feels like very prisony uh-huh. and very cathedrally.
1: Interesting,
0: uh, and I think that I think that that's a really interesting, like the psychological effect was profound. Yeah, uh, for me. Uh and then you know you can contrast that with what the Mormons do Ugh. which is what I grew up with what you uh Mess. converted to Yeah. Um which is their their worship spaces, their weekly worship spaces are
1: They're like as bland as you can get basically. They are
0: purposefully they are uh it's like if you went to an architecture firm and said I need a space you know that can hold this many people Mhm. Um, that has this many sort of breakout classroom spaces uh, and basically, I want your entire inspiration to be the word beige
1: <laughs> or they're like, imagine those Divider walls and offices. We want to. We want to right. elicit that feeling. Right.
0: Those uh, carpeted we walls. Want, we want. <laughs> it's cubicle chic. Yes. Is what we're exactly, going
1: Exactly. Exactly. Don't
0: make a cubicle, but make us feel as depressed as if we were in a cubicle. It
1: does have that feeling to me. A Mormon church is a cubicle. That's what it feels like. To it me.
0: does feel like. It feels corporate.
1: Yeah. Very corporate. Uh, Maybe they bought it at Walmart.
0: <laughs> it you might. You know. It, it's, it's, it, that's sad. And then their most, their highest uh, order buildings Uh are their temples.
1: Which are beautiful. Some are quite lovely from the outside.
0: You know, the Salt Lake, Salt Lake Temple from the outside Has a grandeur to it that I would equate to an old Gothic. It's not. It's not as 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 ornate as an old Gothic cathedral. But
1: you imagine that you'd step inside and there'd be
0: those ceilings
1: that would give you that sense of awe. It's got that height.
0: It's got that size. It's it's this huge stone structure. It's a Disney
1: castle. You assume. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. As a matter of fact, you know, my my uh, a cousin brought her kid. To Salt Lake from uh-huh. Canada, and he looked up at it, and he kept saying, "Can we go back and see the castle? Can yeah, we go back?" But, I mean,
1: didn't it, they design it after that, or is that... Am I making that up?
0: Uh, oh Maybe no. I made that up. No, no. <laughs> it's it seems right, but if
1: no. they feel very Disney often.
0: <laughs> anyway, but the fact is that if when you go inside them, all of the rooms are small.
1: Oh, the rooms, you guys! I've been inside, and it is if. What you imagine on the outside, you close your eyes. It's the exact opposite of that. It's, <laughs> it's the exact opposite of that.
0: Just stupid. It's so stupid. And the design of the in- interior rooms, uh, because you know, you as you go, as you go a process through the uh, through, through
1: different handshakes through the different rooms through the
0: ceremonies and whatever, you do move from room to room to mm-hmm. room. And they just are stupid.
1: But you guys, they are so proud of it. I remember when I went through with my mother-in-law and the the final place that you end up, you go through this sheet. You get pulled through a sheet into the celestial room. Uh-huh. And I remember, and it's really quiet in there. And I remember walking into that room and I was like, oh my God, I'm in my grandmother's living room. (laughs) It looked exactly like my grandma's living room, which was- A doily would
0: not be out of place.
1: No, no. I mean, really imagine like like an 80-year-old woman who was from the South and like always wanted to be a little fancy and there's white couches everywhere and with gold accents and there's- uh, chandeliers hanging from the ceiling.
0: It's all, yeah, it's white and gold as far as you can see. White and
1: gold and like the the pl- most plush carpet where you're like, you can kind of wobble on it because can't really get good footing because it's like too <laughs> soft, you know? It's, it's like, ugh. It's you a
0: just... 70s shag?
1: Well, it's not shag, but it's like they have like a lot of padding under there. <laughs> Like probably for if old people fall <laughs> or something. They have a lot of old but, yeah, people. Yeah, and I remember my mother-in-law was like, "It was that the most beautiful room you'd ever seen," and I was like, "Is the it was the opposite? It made me. I was like, it was so kitsch feeling."
0: It's it's basically like like if you imagine a re a a a, a, a four not a five star a four star hotel. From the seventies,
1: yeah, and it's their ballroom.
0: It's their ballroom. It's yeah. the it's as good as that can do,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that's that's the best that Mormonism has. Yeah, to offer. if there
1: was a buffet, there'd be lots of shrimp. <laughs> 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 Why isn't there a temple buffet? It felt, you know what? That's what that room felt like. It needed
0: a buffet. A buffet
1: on the far yeah, end. Yeah, uh,
0: but but there'd be no bar. It'd be it'd be terrible. Um <laughs> But boy, Mormons would know how to load up oh, a plate. Oh,
1: and they'd visit more often. I <laughs> feel like actually we would. should make the suggestion to them <laughs> that they change it. Okay. Now, who do we write in?
0: No, we're not going to do that uh, because they won't listen to us. Ah, they don't, it's Chuck-A-Ram. It is. It is. All right. So what I wanted to discuss because is, is a conversation that you and I had. Yes. Which is about the fact, mm-hmm. the the very galling fact in my mind, yeah, that almost all of the spaces that I revere as having been uh, evocatively, like emotionally inspiring, inspiring mm-hmm. spaces, spaces that are there for the purpose of reflection. You yeah. know, I think of like uh, uh, the Sagrada Familia in in Barcelona, yeah. which is just astounding. Yeah it fucking pisses me off that the churches control these spaces.
1: Yeah. It it it's upsetting to me too because I am also moved in those spaces and I do feel like they're they're beautiful spaces where you feel like you are you are in a space that makes you contemplate in a way that you don't normally. Right. And I mean, yes, maybe you can get that same sort of feeling in nature and it might be why people equate nature often to like having a, a spirituality to it because I think it, it can give you that same reflectiveness. That
0: sense of awe, that, that sense of wonder. Exactly. Absolutely.
1: But but I, But I also want a building where I can go sit and reflect and not have it contaminated with this weird knowledge that that
0: with religion religion
1: is is hanging over it yeah yeah
0: with 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 dogma everywhere and and you know yeah patriarchy just sort of lurking in every corner and and also just stupid beliefs yeah you know you walk around a corner and there's a painting of a guy who's all bloodied up and he's got 10,000 arrows in him. And you're just like, yeah. ew.
1: And all the imagery is, if there is imagery, is is religious, is religious, based in religion. Yeah. And yeah, I know you and I have for years talked about like, you know, if we were multi-millionaires, the, the, it would be so fun to build a place, you know, out in the desert that was like a chapel, <laughs> for lack of a better word, that you know, a cathedral-like space where it would just, but it would be secular. Well,
0: I'm realizing that I've had that experience.
1: Oh, well, where have you had
0: it? At Burning Man. Oh. Interestingly, every year that they do Burning Man, they haven't done it for a couple of years Mm -hmm. because it's been COVID, they build a really impressive Mm -hmm. structure, huge, that they call the temple. Yeah. And that's exactly what it is. And then at the end of the week they fucking burn it down, yeah, so you don't get to do it. But, so, I, like,
1: but I want it. I want that. Just Burning Man feels too. There's too much going on there. Yeah, I and, want and this. you're in
0: very strong danger of getting dude. Yes, in the uh, yes,
1: <laughs> in the temple at Burning Man.
0: There's a high probability. Of a of a very strong didgeridooing.
1: (laughs) I didgeridoo don't want it.
0: Yeah, exactly. I was (laughs) didgeridooed with the whole thing, but uh, but I it it speaks to people. It was really important to a lot of people, and a lot of people at Burning Man Mm -hmm. have very profound experiences
1: in that space, in the
0: temple, and what's and it's cool. You know, it's actually a cool like you can go and you can write on the walls and you can pin up a picture of a loved one that you've lost. Yeah and then and then, you know, the burning of it becomes uh, a ceremony mm-hmm. uh, that's very important to a lot of a lot of burners.
1: well, I would love, and I want to make this proposal for people who have a lot of money or or connected to like city leaders. Wouldn't it be cool if each state had a secular What am I going to call this? Place of reflection? Yeah. Whatever you want to call it. And each one was different. So you could be like, I'm going to visit the Massachusetts Center of Reflection. Yeah. And they, and yeah, they could like hire wonderful architects and yeah. it could be city funded or state funded and but it had nothing to do with religion. and it was just a gorgeous space and p- cities could be proud of these buildings. yeah, you know, I just think that would be such a cool thing.
0: yeah, I mean,
1: why did uh, you and I went
0: to Seattle recently, yeah, and we went into the space needle that was fun. I you know, and it, it has no purpose no. It's just a big, cool, tall thing.
1: Well, the purpose was the World's Fair.
0: Right. It had a purpose for one year.
1: But now the purpose is for people to go up and get to be odd. Yeah. And it is. It's kind
0: of that sort of thing. Yeah. Every city should have one of those.
1: I agree completely. And they could be creative and different in their own ways. But the point of it would be a place that you could go that creates that feeling of wonder.
0: Yeah. Inspiration. And wonder and uh, and joy and and maybe a reflection, yeah. and go and grieve there if you need to grieve or yeah. whatever. like these are this is a function that we have not, as a secular community, figured out, and yet. it
1: feels quite necessary. And it's, yes, they're very lucky that religions offer people those spaces. and but everybody needs to be. And I feel like that's kind of like a crucial thing that everybody needs.
0: I, I, I don't know if it's crucial. Everybody, a lot of people live without it, but what a wonderful boon it would yeah. be to have. Yeah. So uh, if you are a billionaire listening to this, <laughs> write into to us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. We'll work with you. We've got apparently a lot of architects.
1: <laughs> we do. Uh, who know the, who know the, the,
0: the ropes here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, let's, uh, I, Oh God, it would, wouldn't it be great? Oh, it would somebody be really spearhead cool. this. Somebody who's, who's a spearheader.
1: It would, it also, I feel like as a city or state, it then becomes a tourist attraction.
0: A hundred percent.
1: You know, it's a smart idea.
0: It is a smart idea. Uh, it's a big deal. Um, so yeah, right into us. If you have, if you like this idea or if you have other ideas that you think are great, uh, podcast at thank God I'm atheist.com. Uh, you can, you can also leave us a voicemail. Um, Get your voice on the show. We'd love to have you. Yeah, I want to hear you. 424-666-8442 is the number to call. Um, Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGI Atheist. Click the like button. Uh, We also have the TGIA members only lounges. Which
1: I love that space. There's some really great people and fun discussions on there. Yeah.
0: Um, We have one on Facebook. We have one on Discord. Um, if I could ever figure out how to get onto Discord, <laughs> I'd probably be on that one. But I'm on the one on Facebook all the time. So Me too. Uh, to find those, the easiest thing to do is go to thankgodimatheist.com slash members only. And that'll, that'll give you links to those. Perfect. Speaking of thanks, thanks to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their music. Thanks to Gordon Johnson for the use of his music. Thanks to you. <gasps> Kate, for for uh, subbing for us at yeah. the last minute, I was happy to. You uh, do it. you came in like a champion. <laughs> you came in you like you rode in on a white stallion. Can it
1: be a black stallion?
0: Uh, say it. Say the that you.
1: I rode on the black stallion okay. when I was a little kid. But no, I really the want... actual
0: one from the movie in yeah, the eighties. Okay, I was lucky. there you go. Anyway, <laughs> thanks to all of you for tuning in. We really appreciate.
1: you. Yes. Bye. Bye. <laughs>